Hi, this is Pastor Don from Perry Hall Family Worship Center. I'm so glad that you joined into our service today. We are blessed that you are part of it. And you know, my prayer for you is this, that you will be blessed, you'll be encouraged, and most of all, you'll be challenged by the Word of God today. So just get ready and join into the services. Service has already begun. God bless you. Good morning, church. How are you? Are you happy? Are you healthy? Are you content? Are you ready to receive something today? Then get ready and fasten your belts so we can take off from from here. So I just want to thank God for this wonderful time. And I want to thank Pastor Lisa and Dom. Uh, and for their love and compassion and for their hospitality and uh, for everything. Overall, I want to thank Perry Hall Family Worship Center. And this is, I feel we are home. And so we, as a home, you know, as we are in the house of God, and we are going to learn some, few, learn some things that are going to bless our hearts this morning. So I'm pre- pleased to travel along with my wife as well. You know, double, the Lord granted his double grace and grace, grace. So, and I'm so pleased and I'm so happy and I'm so blessed to serve the Lord along with my wife in the ministry in India. So this morning, I have so many things to share, but my time is very short. So if you cooperate and if you would love to extend your grace upon your grace, I might take few more minutes. Is that okay? But, but I, I'm tr- I'll, try to, I'll try to finish it as soon as possible. And this morning, I just want to, you know, you got the bulletin and there is a word, send me. So I took the text from Isaiah chapter, uh, chapter 6 verse 8. Then I heard the voice of the Lord saying, whom shall I send and who will go for us? And I said, here I am, send me. So this is, this is, uh, this is the prophet Elijah, uh, the prophet Isaiah was speaking. He was responding to the call of God. He was responding to the call of God. God, when he called him, when he heard the voice of God and his response was, here I am, send me. Here I am, I'm se- send me. I'm willing to go. I'm willing to take risk. I'm willing to go wherever you want me to go. And that is his answer for the call of God. So I just want to, this morning, you know, he could, he said, uh, when he said, whom shall I send? That was a question. Whom shall I send? And who will go for us? Prophet Isaiah Isaiah was having this vision. And directly, God did not ask him to go. He didn't ask him to go. But he heard the Lord saying, who will go? Then he said, here I am. Let us see what we can learn from this passage this morning. The first thing I would like to share... Isaiah received a vision. So this is the vision from the Lord. And he received a vision from God. 
He received a vision from Almighty God. That was a wonderful thing. It's always good to receive visions from God. Do you ever have visions? Do you ever dream? And I'm a dreamer. I love to dream. And sometimes even I write down those dreams. They are very, they are very unique. And they are very, you know, thought-provoking. And sometimes those dreams have a message. Maybe it's for you. Or maybe it might be concerning your church. Or it might be concerning your family. Or it might be concerning your friend. Sometimes God would give visions and dreams. So here Isaiah received a dream from the Lord. The, the, the vision was, you know, verse 1. He saw the Lord sitting on a throne. High and lifted up. And the train of his robe filled the temple. The temple was filled with glory. It was so clear. He saw the Lord sitting on the throne. High and lifted up. And then the glory was, the temple was, the, the temple was filled with the glory of God. That is a wonderful vision. When a pastor see a vision about the church being filled with the glory. Being filled with the Holy Spirit. And being filled with the awesomeness of wonderful power. And that gives more joy. And I tell you church this morning. Isaiah he received a vision from the Lord. Him seeing Lord God enthroned on the throne. And he saw him sitting on high. And not only that, he saw something else. You know, I can tell you, Moses saw a vision. Exodus chapter 24, verse 10. Ezekiel saw a vision. Ezekiel chapter 1, verse 26. John 12, 41, it says, John testified Isaiah's vision in New Testament. So there, the prophets of God and men of God, they all had visions and dreams. So visions and dreams, they, have, they carry the message. They carry something to share to somebody else. And, and all the prophets of God, they got the visions and dreams to share to either to the kings or to the people of God. So the Lord gave him a vision. He received a vision. And then, and part of that vision, and he saw something, a second part, he, he saw angels worshiping the Lord God Almighty. So they were all worshiping. What are they saying? They were calling to one another. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. Our Lord God is holy. The Lord whom we are worshiping. The Lord whom we serve. He's holy. He's not unclean. He's clean. He's holy. We cannot even find sin in him. Because he's holy God. He's almighty. He's powerful. He's holy. There's nothing sin in him. So angels were worshiping the Lord God Almighty. He saw, he saw the Lord was sitting on the throne. And then he saw angels were worshiping the Lord God. Worship, is, worship brings God's presence. 
Let me tell you, when the church, when the, when the worship team worshiping here on the stage, they're not just singing hymns and songs. They're just worshiping the Lord. As they're worshiping, we are participating in the worship and we are also enjoying the presence of God as they are. Worship brings glory. When even wor- and as they were worshiping, I tell you, as they were worshiping, Isaiah watching them. And I tell you, I'm re- I, I surely believe Isaiah was also joined in that worship. But the angels were worshiping, and Isaiah, he joined angels in worship. I can tell you, when I had a vision first time, I mean, one, of, uh, one day I had a vision. I mean, you know, this vision, this vision was a long, a long time ago. But one of the dreams, one of the dreams, one day I was, you know, I was in the, uh, I was in the midair all of a sudden. I was just flying in the midair. As I was flying in the mid, midair and I was taken into places where I never went before. And all I was, while I was flying, I was, I was, uh, I was asking God to bless this place. Lord, bless this place. Lord, bless this place. Lord, bless this place. And this was my dream. It was so clear. I was taken into the midair. I had so many times, not just one time. I had so many times I was, in the, I was flying in the spirit. It's not a joke or it's not a... It's, I have experienced... I have taken, taken into the midair. I was just flying like a, a, like just like a plane. Boeing 777. And just I was saying, I was asking God to bless this land. Bless this land. Bless this place. Bless Perry Hall. Bless America. Bless New Zealand. Like bless, uh, bless Canada. Bless Mexico. And bless Guatemala. And bless India. Bless China. And bless, uh, bless Ukraine. And bless Russia. Just like that, I was just, I was flying and asking God to bless every place. And then I woke up and I said, man, that was a dream. You know, after, after a few months, uh, after, after a few months, I had that dream. And I was taken into a place exactly what I saw in my dream. After that, we were able to plant 27 churches in that region. Because I tell you, the dreams and the visions, they carry message. Isaiah received a vision. When he received a vision, second thing happened in his life. He was revealed of his sinful nature. He received a vision. And secondly, he was revealed of his sinful nature. He said, Woe to me, I cried, I'm ruined, for I'm a man of unclean lips. I lived among the people of unclean lips, and my eyes have seen the King, the Almighty God. You know, when he was worshiping the Lord, when he was praising God along with the angels, and God revealed his sinful nature. Sometimes 
people talk about others and they talk about other stuff instead of talking about them and he said I'm ruined my life being ruined I'm you know I looked into the dictionary ruined as is destroyed spoiled collapsed and falling down etc so when God revealed his sinful nature he said I'm ruined my life is in bad shape I'm not, I'm not good person I don't speak good language I don't speak good words my I'm having trouble with my language I'm having trouble with my mouth you know there are people have trouble with their mouth they should they they talk the things that should they shouldn't be talking they speak they the speak the things that they shouldn't be speaking mouth problem and james got a lot of stuff in james for the mouth problemers a lot of stuff so we need to beware we need to we need to be careful what we speak we need to be careful what we say we need to be careful what we what we think and what we act upon those thinkings or, or acting upon those thoughts so he, this this man was saying man of unclean lips he you know he said when god revealed himself he said i'm man of unclean he he didn't try to manipulate he didn't try to hide his sinful nature you know we don't have to be we don't have to reveal somebody's sins we don't have to reveal somebody's life when you and i worship in the presence of god and god himself he will reveal our nature in the light of god amen so he said i'm un- i'm having this unclean lips no one else no one else need to tell uh, tell us how we are living if we search ourselves in the presence of god if we search our heart if we search our mind if we search our ears if we search ourselves in the presence of god and god will bring those things into into the light so why he would reveal the things just to prove himself he's holy and we are unholy no he wants us to be with him he wants us to be with his standards god doesn't like his people to be with a sinful nature but he want his people to be with him with the standards of highly almighty god so that is what he's looking for and fourth thing it happened isaiah was refined by god's touch he received he was revealed of his sinful nature and he was refined by the touch of god the lord touched his mouth verse verse 7 when it he touched my mouth and said see this has touched your lips and your guilt is taken away from your sin atoned for when god touched his mouth his lips being cleaned hallelujah 
He didn't, he didn't have to do anything. He just allowed himself to God. So God worked in him. You know what, dear friends? If we allow him into our life, he will work it out. We don't try to figure out how the things are going to do. We don't have to do anything. If we kind enough to allow him into our life, and he would just clean everything. He would clean all our mess. Amen. Amen. I want to say this. He's going to clean all my mess. Amen. Amen. He's going to clean it. He, he was refined by the touch of God. When God touched him, his language changed. When God touched him, his, his, his behavior changed. When God touched him, his whole being being changed, completely transformed. Sometimes we need that touch of God. Let me tell you, one day I was, uh, I was in a pastor's conference. There, was a, there were about 5,000 pastors were there. So I was translating uh, to a man of God. And I was asking God, God, I want you to use me. I want you to use me. I want to be used by you to encourage pastors and leaders. And as I was translating to this man of God, I was asking God, I want to be touched by you. I want to be touched literally by your power. I mean, that was my desire. As I was translating, something suddenly happened. Maybe you may not believe this, but I have experienced. Something, it's like I felt the electricity power going through my body. And I was knocked down on the floor. For one hour. So I didn't wake up. I, I wasn't shouting. I wasn't saying anything. I was just laying on the floor for almost an hour. When I was, when I had that encounter that day, let me tell you, my whole ministry changed. So the Lord did something in me at that time. The Lord refined my life. The Lord refined my nature. The Lord refined my, my negative thinking. Even the, the Lord refined in many ways. And the ministry has been taken into another level. And I feel the same way. Perry Hall Family Worship Center is going to take it into, it's going to go into another level. Can we believe? It is going to go into another level. Another level. As pastor is trying to bring some changes and trying to push some things forward. I tell you those days are coming. And there will be people who will be touched by God and who are touched by God, who are refined by God. They are going to say the fourth one. When he was revealed of his sin's full nature and God touched him and his life being totally changed. And the fourth thing happened in Isaiah. That was Isaiah responded to the call of God in his life. He responded. When he, said, when the, when he heard the voice of God, whom shall I send? So this is a question mark even this morning. Whom shall I send? 
Whom shall I send? Whom shall I send? There is a work in sound booth. There is a work in lighting. There is a work in the worship. There is work in, 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 in at the Sunday school. There's worsh, worsh, there, there is a work in youth service. There is a work in the, uh, in the connection center. There is a work in, in media. There is a work. Whom shall I send? So who, say, who are going to say? Who are going to say? I'm, I'm willing to go. I'm willing to take that responsibility. I'm willing to take that responsibility. Isaiah, the man of God, he said, here I am. Send me. I looked into word send me. What it means? Send me. Send me means I'm willing to go. I'm willing to sacrifice myself. I'm willing to pay my cost. I'm willing to pay my time. I'm willing to pay my money. I'm willing to pay my energy. I'm willing to pay my travel. I'm willing to pay wherever God wants me to go. That's the simple word. Send me. Send me. Pastor, send me. Yes, I'm available only on Sunday afternoon, 3 to 4. Well, <laughs> you put a pass, put pastor in a, uh, a time frame. No, when you are willing to serve, you would say, Pastor, I'm available, use me. Hallelujah. I'm willing. I'm willing to go. That was the response from Isaiah. That was the response from Isaiah. Let me back up my dream. When I had the dream and one day... I went to that place. But you know what? I walked into the weather. It was 116 degrees. It wasn't pleasant. It was hard. It was heavy. I couldn't. First, first few months I couldn't bear. I, let me, I, I had so many times. I, went, I had this diarrhea problem because of the heat. I couldn't take it. My body couldn't take it. But I said to the Lord. Lord, use me. God, I'm here. Here I am. I want you to be, I want to be used by you. But you know, when you say send me, you must be willing to pay your cost. Gospel, salvation is free. But sharing the gospel is not free. It's a very expensive deal. Isaiah, he was willing to pay his price. He was willing to pay his price. In conclusion, I want to end this message with a simple life incident that took place in India. It was 1999, January 23rd. This missionary couple came from Australia. Graham Staines, Gladys, Philip and Timothy. And they have another daughter. They came to India to serve God in India, in the nation of India. So that particular night on 1999, January 23rd, Graham Staines and his two beloved sons, Philip and Timothy, one is 10 years old and the other one is 6 years old. 
They went to preach the gospel in a meeting. So father, he preached the message. He preached the message of cross. He preached the message of salvation. When he end of the when he finished his preaching and there were people got healed and the people got saved and and so on the on the way back they home. So they they were ready to leave the place after they finishing their meeting. Something happened. So they got into they got into a van vehicle father two sons six years old and ten years old a mob came about 50 people they're surrounded by this they were surrounded and they pour the gasoline on the car on the on the vehicle right then and there they burn live in the vehicle 19. 99 January 23rd they died live they paid the price they responded to the call when they were in the land of Australia who will go to India they said we will go we will serve God in India we are ready to face we are ready to face any circumstances any kind of situation that comes into our path we are willing to pay our price after many years they you know they paid the price father the little boy six years old and ten years boy they died in the fire they were watching while they were just screaming and, and you know praising God in the car. Thank you God for this life and thank you God for you made us available to serve you in this nation. That's not the end of the story. A wife said, I will continue to serve the Lord in the same nation. They charged the case against that guy who, who was the leader of that mob. And the Supreme Court said, you know, yes, of course, that was a big crime. But end of the day, she said, I'm willing to forgive this mob. Don't put them in the prison. Leave them. I love them with the Christ love. Paying price is very expensive. Giving our life is very expensive. I tell you, church, this morning... When you serve the Lord, whenever you get an opportunity to serve the Lord, don't miss it. Don't miss it. You don't know what rewards you're going to gain from the Lord God. Maybe that is a simple thing. Even God can pay for even for small, simple things too. Maybe you saw some trash, some paper in the sanctuary. Nobody knows what you picked the trash. But you know God is watching for even for the simple, simple thing. He can reward you. But if you cannot go, can you send someone? If you cannot go, can you support? If you cannot go, can you pray? If you cannot do it, can you make someone else to do it and pay their expenses? Send me.
If God asks you to go to India, will you go? If God asks you to go to Guatemala, will you go? If God asks you to do something for the Lord, will you do it? What is your response? Four hours. He received a vision. He was revealed of his sinful nature. And he was refined by the touch of God. And he responded to the call of God. Church, what is your response? I want to leave right here. If you say yes, God, I'm willing to go. God, I'm willing to serve you in any ways. Then I would like to pray simple prayer. Would you say, God, I would like to go. Would you like to say, God, send me to Perry Hall. God, send me to Perry Hall Family Worship Center. Not to attend the service. To serve in Perry Hall Family Worship Center. If that is you, I want you to stand on your feet. And I'm going to pray. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Yes, Lord. Yes, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. We are here in your presence, O oh God. We are in your presence, O oh God. We thank you for your presence that is here in this place. We thank you, Holy Spirit. Lord, just like Isaiah, we stood in your presence. God, here we are. We want to be used in your kingdom in any ways. Please use us for your kingdom. Please, God, use us and touch us with your power, with your presence. That way we can be used in your kingdom. We thank you, Holy Spirit, for giving this wonderful opportunity to be used in your kingdom at this time. Lord, I pray for every member of this congregation, member of this church. I release your blessing upon them, O oh God. Thank you, God, for those blessings that you have already bestowed upon. And to enjoy your blessings. We thank you, Father. Thank you, God, for your thank you, God, for sending us to somewhere to be used by your, your used by you in your vineyard. We thank you, God. Lord, we commit everything into your mighty hands. And we bless everyone in this place. In Jesus' name we pray. All God's people said, Amen. Amen. You may be seated, please. God bless you, church. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you so much. And it is so joy to see you all this morning. Yes, I'm just overwhelmed. And I'm just... Mm, I don't know, I just feel kind of... You know, the, the presence of God. Uh, I just feel it. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Yeah, it's good to be in the presence of God. Mm. Yes, sir. 
We can, uh, we can stand at this time, prayer team up here. Sammy, I want to thank you and Gracie for coming this far to share the gospel. They've been, they've been here for a couple weeks in the States, in Guatemala and Mexico as well. So uh, they'll be heading back home in a couple uh, week or two, I guess it will be. But, um, but it's always an honor to have them here and share this message. And, you know, I didn't really know the message. I mean, I knew the title and everything. But as, as you're talking, it's ministering to me. It's, it's about stretching. It's about getting out of our comfort zone. You know, we, we can get pretty comfortable. Um, and one of the things, I mean, I don't, even want, I don't want to share my story because every minister here has a short story they can write a book on. But I can remember telling Lisa when we were in the basement, it's getting too comfortable down here. It was just getting too comfortable because everything was just flowing. Nothing, you know, nothing had to take place. But, um, but when God is calling you, he's, he's stretching you as well. Amen. Well, the prayer team's up here for any additional prayer. You might not know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. And we say this is the most important uh, question to ask yourself. Do you have that relationship with Christ? If you are a little puzzled by what I just said, let me encourage you to come up for prayer, the prayer teams here, to make sure you are right with God, to begin a new relationship, to begin that relationship that God so desires for each and every one of us. Amen. You may have any other prayer requests or prayer needs. The prayer team's up here, and they would love to pray with you. Let me close us out with prayer here. Father God, we just come before you again in the name of Jesus. Lord, I thank you for Sammy and Grace. I thank you for uh, their mission uh, as they have been sent out. Lord, they're continuing to go forward. They're not stopping where they're at, Lord. They're going to continue to increase. Lord, I pray for strength in their bodies, their physical being. Bless them. Bless their families, Lord. Father, I pray for blessings in his finances as well. Lord, I pray for an increase. Lord, they're doing so much work out there. I pray for people right here in Perry Hall, Father, just to just to step up to to want to sponsor, to want to to want to give to this ministry because it's the real deal. And lives are being changed for eternity through these two. And I thank you for it. Father, just touch each and every one of our hearts. I pray for a response, even in a financial blessing for this uh, for this ministry, for this couple. Lord, I pray blessings upon each person here today. I pray for financial blessings on each and every one of us. I pray for good health spiritually, physically. Father, I pray that we have a desire for you like never before. And Lord, I just continue to pray this for myself, my family, and this church. Lord, send us. Send us, Lord. We want more. We want to do more for you. We thank you for so many blessings, but most of all, we thank you for Jesus dying on the cross and rising from the dead for us. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you. Well, thank you again so much for tuning in. I hope you were blessed by the service, and I hope God was really speaking to you. Let me encourage you to go to the church website at perryhall.life and click on the Jesus link. This will tell you a little bit more about how to get that personal relationship with Jesus Christ to make him Lord and Savior of your life. Again, thank you so much for tuning in, and I hope you tune in next Sunday at 11 a.m. as well. Thank you. God bless you, and have a great day.